What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Tailgoats Tribe Wrap-Up, recapping the series with the Kansas City Royals. I'm by myself for the first time. Mark and Andy do not cover baseball. They have awesome baseball takes, but they won't be here with me with the majority of these podcasts recapping the Tribe. Andy's not here for another reason, because... Got to give a big shout-out and congrats to Andy and his wife, Kate, on their the birth of their daughter, Ivy Jane. A beautiful baby girl, Cinco de Mayo baby, May 5th. Mom and baby are doing great. So he came into Kauffman Stadium, four-game series, and it's the first time in Kauffman Stadium history that we've ever swept them in a four-game series, which is really, really hard to... Uh, Wrap my head around. But we came in three games behind them. You go into town, you sweep them. And you, you leave with a one-game lead over Kansas City. Now a half-game lead over Chicago to be in sole possession of first place for the first time in this this young season that's only 30 games in. Now, you, you typically you judge a, a, a team after their first 40 games and try to develop an idea what your your identity is. And they, they say it's after 40 games, but let's have some fun and judge them really after 30 games. But first, the, the series at hand is this huge series that uh, you go into Kansas City and, you, you know, you're, you're three games behind. You, you hope to go three and one and, and uh, you know, come right back into this thing. And uh, you go and sweep, and you leave town in sole possession of first place. You're up one game. So in game one, we had Aaron Savali versus Daniel Lynch. Who, Daniel Lynch is no slouch. The, 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 he's young, and the, the, the Royals are very high on him. It was his his uh, MLB debut. He was the 34th overall pick in the 2018 draft. And uh, Aaron Savali had a, like a bend-but-don't-break type game. Only 5.2 uh, innings pitched, 7 hits, 3 earned runs, 3 walks, 2 strikeouts, and he gave up a home run to Whit Merrifield. But, uh, Daniel Lynch held his own. He left the game with a 3-1 lead, but left runners on. And uh, that's when Scott Barlow came in and gave up a 2-run RBI double to tie the game. And Framil Reyes had a great game, 3-4. for four. The the story of the the, um, the the series was really the bullpen was just was just unbelievable. the The bullpen um, for the first game was Brian Shaw, James Karinchek, and Emmanuel Classe, which is going to this is going to be your seven, eight, nine. I think the whole year. As much as people don't like Brian Shaw, he's he is really Mister Reliable for Tito, and he's going to go that well very often. They combined for 3.1 innings, pitched three hits, three earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts, and just the home run to Hunter Dozier. And uh, Manuel Classe had to save. But uh, Eddie Rosario and uh, Josh Naylor both had three run, three run home runs and two run home runs. And the uh, Naylor had three RBIs on the day, and the, the Tribe won that first game eight to six. So now you're down, you're down two games. Going to game two. Phil Maton versus Mike Miner. I feel like Mike Miner. Every time, every time uh, we face him, it's like second coming of Sandy Koufax. I, I can't believe 
how much how much we've struggled with him over the years. And you know, he held his own. Once again, down we were down three nothing through five. We battled back to tie the game. Harold uh, Ramirez, you might be asking yourself, who are these guys? He had the uh, tie-breaking double. I want to touch on him a little bit because I've had a lot of friends asking me, you know, who's who's this Harold Ramirez? Well, Harold's a guy that his rookie year in 2018, he came in the league with the Miami Marlins. He had a solid rookie year. He had 11 home runs, 50 RBIs, and hit 276. And, and last um, last year, got COVID early, came back, had a hamstring strain, and then he was DFA'd, and he didn't play. He only played in a few games the whole season. Um, and now he's ours, and he's going to get a second shot. Jake Bowers had his first home run of the season. That was a two run, two run blast. He nice bat flip. It's been a long time coming for him. He's off to a rough start, but. That was a huge home run. So again, the story's the bullpen, guys. Nick Sandlin, Nick Wickren, and Cal Quantrill combined for 4.1 innings, pitched, two hits, no inner runs, a walk, and three strikeouts, and the Tribe won that game 7-3. Game three, that was the big one because he had Shane Bieber on the mound versus Bray Singer. And this was kind of a weird game because the pitching matchup was really, you know, a mismatch, but... Brady's nothing, you know, he was the 18th overall pick in 2018. He was actually drafted out of high school in 2017. He ended up enrolling in University of Florida. He's in his second season. Bieber, not his best stuff, but once again, it was still more than enough to give us a chance to win. He had six innings, nine hits, four runs, three of them earned a walk, nine strikeouts, a home run. He's dropped, he's in the RAs now, uh, 2.98. It's a weird game in it that Angel Hernandez ejected Mike Matheny, Cal Aldred, the pitching coach, and uh, they took uh, he ejected Bray Singer after he was taken out of the game, and he lost his mind. I mean, the ejections um, were warranted. I feel like um, Angel Hernandez had a rough series. He actually had he actually had a pretty damn good game behind the dish. Yesterday, uh, game three, I looked at his umpire review and he was he was spot on. He's like ninety three or ninety four percent, which is around the average for balls and strikes uh, in baseball. And he did very well, but Mike Bethany and Cal, I think, just blew up over the balk call, which it was a balk, but um, you can't lose your mind. And Brady, I think he let it, a young pitcher, he let it affect him, and he lost his mind after he got taken out of the game and he got ejected too. So again, the bullpen, this time it was Brian Shaw, Wickren, and Karinchek. Karinchek got the save. Their line was three innings, no hits, no uh, no uh, no runs, and six strikeouts. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It's a game we had to come from behind again. Eighth inning home run by Jose tied it, and ninth inning home run by Josh Naylor won it, and we won the game five to four. That was also um, our first one run game uh, win of the year, which um, it's tough. Thirty games in, you want to see us win a couple more of those close games. The good teams find a way to win all those, uh, win the majority of those one run games, but that was our first one we won this year. 
Game four, Tristan McKenzie versus Danny Duffy, another guy. He's 4-1 and one on the year before the game. It's another guy. I don't know why, like Mike Miner, we just struggle with. Tristan coming in and looking for his first win of the season. He got it. He had five innings pitched, two hits, no earned runs, four walks, and five strikeouts. His best, his best all-around performance this year, and you love to see it from Sticks. At one point, he only had given up one hit. Really fought, really battled. He, he talked in the post-game interview about how he changed his approach a little bit and really just stayed focused. Beating a dead horse here, guys. The, the bullpen has just been unbelievable. It has to be one of the best in baseball. I'm going to do some digging around for more uh, league stats. But Nick Sandlin, Karen Check, and Emmanuel Classe, four innings pitched, two hits, no one runs, one walk, and four strikeouts. Really only, I mean, we won the game 4 nothing. The only... Real highlights of the game were Ahmad Rosario tripled uh, with an RBI in the sixth. Fran Mill Reyes hit his eighth home run in the eighth inning. And we won that game 4 nothing. So to wrap that up, uh, the road trip went 6-1 and one combined between uh, Chicago, White Sox, and then uh, Kansas City. One interesting stat that's bouncing around on Twitter was in that seven-game trip, Total runs from the sixth inning on. We scored, we scored 23 runs. We held them to three. You're going to win a lot of games doing that. You're going to win an incredibly lot of games doing that, even with if, if you consider the offense to be abysmal. So that's not. That's, that's finishing games and finishing uh, the games with a strong bullpen. Especially the game that, uh, game three, Shane Bieber didn't even have his best stuff. He set an MLB record, 19th consecutive game with eight strikeouts. The Indians are now an AL Central best 17-13. and 13. They're on a five-game winning streak. They're the hottest team in baseball, winners of eight of their last ten. They lead the White Sox by half a game. They lead the Royals by a game. The Twins, which are just off to an absolute terrible start. They're 11 and 19. They're already six games behind. And as most of you know, the, the Tigers are just uh, very, very, very young. And they've got to do something. With, I don't know what they're going to do with Miguel Cabrera, but they're off to a 9 and 23 start. They're they're nine games out. And they're, I mean, there's seasons. I, I don't want to say it's all but over, but it's damn near over already in May. So the biggest key to, to, to leading the division, obviously, is playing well in the division. We've already had 23 games in the AL Central. We're 15-8. and eight. They're 1-3 and three against the East, and we haven't faced a team from the West yet, and we haven't had any interleague play yet. So, you know, going into the season, I said I was going to say, you know, 30-game review. You're really supposed to do it after 40. And I'm going to try to do these podcasts. Keep them quick and, and easy so they can catch up on um, what's going on with the team, especially the guys that, that don't have uh, Bally Sports Network because that that, that that deal's going on right now. And who knows? I, I don't have I don't have an answer for anybody. Find a way to watch the games. You can get a VPN and get the MLB MLB a package if you want. But I mean, I I have no idea how much you're willing to spend to watch the Indians, but. Going into the season, you know, we we traded 
play these starting pitchers away over the years and develop them just as well. So yeah, I've been asking myself before the season, you know, how are we going to win the Central Division? Um, if I'm being optimistic, and what's the path to doing it? And number one was you've got to play well against the the AL Central, which we can check that box off so far. It's early, but 15 and eight is a strong number, and you've done it against uh, the teams that are are good in the division. You've done it against the White Sox, and you've done it against the Kansas City Royals recently, and you kind of want to play. Twins as soon as possible. I mean, the Twins are, I don't want to bash them too hard right now, but they're absolutely garbage. 11-19. Everybody thought that the division was going to run through Minneapolis and that was going to be their division to win. It's certainly not over for them. They can get hot. They can score runs. But things just aren't going well there right now. Spent $11 million on Taylor Rogers and Conway. And they're, those guys aren't getting it done in the bullpen. Quite frankly, nothing's really going right. You want to play them as soon as possible and take care of business and, and, and bury them a little further. Can we compare these this Indians team to years past? I, I don't know yet. It's kind of unfair to do that with the you know the World Series run in 2016. It's kind of unfair to compare them to the playoff teams that came in the years after that. So what? Let's have you know have some fun with it. Why not? If you go back and look at the 2016, 2017, 2018 teams. The lineup that we started with on opening day very, very, very rarely is the lineup that we're going to see at the, the end of the season. So we're 30 games in. I want to see this thing develop, and I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not too concerned. I trust the front office, and things have been going well. Coming up next to the tribe. Uh, Weekend series at home versus the Reds. And a two-game stint with the Chicago Cubs. I probably, uh, I'll probably review the Reds and Cubs series together. Maybe I'll do Maybe I'll do the Reds. We'll see. We'll see how the Reds series goes. We sweep the Reds. Maybe, maybe I'm right back on here Sunday all excited. People on Twitter have complained about the lineup in the offseason. Say we need bats. What I don't know what else you guys want. They're number nine in the MLB right now with 39 home runs. The names don't jump off the paper, but they're doing it. They're number three in the AL behind Oakland and uh, the Angels. The problem right now that I see that does not sustain throughout a whole season is that they're 22nd in runs. And a lot of those runs are generated by the home run. As of late, though, we've we've seen some production, which is exciting. And, and you can just need enough offense with this with this pitching. They're number ten in ERA right now, three point seven four ERA. Once again, like I said, I'm going to focus a little bit on the individual bullpen stats of the games, but 
I'm going to give it a couple more. I, I think, like I said, after 40 games, I'm going to take a deeper dive into just how damn good this bullpen is. You really can't say, you know, that uh, the Indians are trading for nobodies. You can't you can't say that anymore. It's not fair. It's never been fair. It's uh, it's frankly it's cheap. It's an awful it's an awful tweet. It's easy to do. Josh Naylor is one of the reasons why this team has been playing so free, and this team has uh, been able to come from behind. Game three uh, against the Royals, we were we were down, and, and Josh Nail was that guy in Bieber's ear saying, don't worry, we've got this one. We've got this one. And that can turn into being a bit of a cheerleader in the, in the, in the dugout. But when you say things like that enough and you come away with a, a win, you really start truly believing those words and the, the, the energy, and guys feed off of that. He's hitting 260 this year with only two home runs, but I hate to break it to you. We traded Mike Clevenger and got Naylor and a whole slew of other players. And Naylor's playing, and he's a difference maker right now. And Clevenger isn't. If you want to give me a hard time over the, the Trevor Bauer trade, fine. You had to trade Bauer. You can't let guys walk here. Who's the last guy that they let walk? Tell me. I'm being I'm being dead, dead serious. I couldn't tell you. I I, I, I truly think it was in the, the mid nineties probably. They've been training these guys and developing guys. They've been drafting pitchers, developing pitchers, trading for pitchers. Developing pitchers. Trey Wade, Trevor Bauer. You got a guy like Fran Mel Reyes back. As well as Yasiel Puig. Fran Mel this year's eight home runs, 22 RBIs, hitting 283. Jose Ramirez was an MVP candidate last year. Top three. Nine home runs, he's leading the team, 17 RBIs, and he's only hitting 259. If this lineup gets hot, I surely hope he's the catalyst of it because he's only hitting 259 right now, and those guys are typically off to slow starts. The colder weather, rainy weather. But I'll tell you what. The lineup right now has been doing just enough for this pitching. And I can't wait to see when when Jose truly gets hot. He's truly unstoppable. It's going to be exciting, guys. It's going to be really, really exciting. So, I think that's going to wrap that up for this. I want to keep these shorter. I want um, the point of the, the these wrap-ups to be Hey, what happened in the last three games? Who's hot? Who's not? And uh, really nobody was not hot <laughs> in uh, the Royals games. Everybody played very well, and, and you're in first place. So there's a ton to be happy about right now. So 
If you disagree with me, agree with me, hit, hit me up. You know where to find me. And I cannot wait to do a bunch more of these. It's a little different doing it by myself, but I'm going to have fun with it. And let's see where this thing goes. I'm going to probably come back and, uh, like I said, maybe maybe if we sweep the Reds, I'll be back. But for sure after the Cubs series. Until then, Roll Tribe, everybody.